Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Adam Bob Show, number 42. Good morning. Good morning. We talked all night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you and you and you. Who? Me? You. Oh, you're so kind. I know. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Bradley. It is a good morning, and it's coming your way. Good afternoon or good evening, wherever you are and wherever you're listening. We hope you're having a good day. Uh, we really do. We hope this puts a little smile on your face. And, and, you know, I had somebody stop me the other day. They said, um, you all have such good topics. And I said, well, thank you. And they said, you know, it's stuff that other people don't ever mention. And, and uh, some of the stuff, you just assume people understands everything. That's right. Like a little bit like today's topic. We're going to talk about that in a moment. And okay. Ed's going to tell you what that is. But sometimes... Sometimes some people are afraid to ask questions about topics that are mm-hmm. they think most people think are obvious. That's true. So we'll have that for you today. So this is the Ed and Bob Show, and Mr. Brantley is going to tell you about what is coming up in the next 30 minutes. Well, today on our show, we're going to be talking about Easter Sunday and what's the traditions of Easter at your house. Sure. And what do you remember about Easter? Yeah. And also, uh, you know, Good Friday. Why is it, why is it called Good Friday? Because it wasn't good what happened. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that's some of the things that are coming up. Plus, we have the mailbox, and we've got um, some mail and some complaints. No, we don't have complaints. <laughs> I got a we complaint threw them away. Oh, you got one? We threw I got a complaint for we you, th- buddy. <laughs> coming your way. They don't ever send me complaints. All they, right, what about news, though? Well, listen to this. I'm listening. Drinkers. No, moderate drinking can't protect against stroke. It actually increases the risk. You mean all the wine everybody's drinking saying, oh, it's good for me. Uh, Uh, Just one or two drinks a day can increase the risk of high blood pressure and stroke. Okay? Whoa. This was published in the British Medical Journal, The Lancet. Mm. Previous studies had suggested that moderate drinkers had a lower risk of stroke or heart attack compared to non-drinkers. Well, alcohol is killing more people and younger. The biggest increase is among women. Yeah, young women. I would agree with that. You're right, yeah. But there are no protective uh, effects of moderate alcohol intake against stroke. So keep that in mind. As a matter of fact, they are suggesting that uh, you don't drink as much. So even that one and two a day... That's one or two too many. You know, I think the people, you, you always see the story says, oh, we'll drink for you every night. It's going to be really good for you. I think it's the people that drink or the people that make drinks right. that, that publish that. Well, uh, I'm an iced tea guy now. Sweet tea from now that's, on. So. That's like people in the marijuana industry yeah. say, well, you know, it's uh, really, it calms you down. Yeah, and, uh, really you know, you'll never good. have a wreck while you're on yeah. it. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. All well, right. the uh, the folks in the in the know, the researchers have come out with the 2019 hurricane season. Oh, it's that time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah okay. They predict it's going to be slightly below average. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, probably no more no more than two hurricanes. Oh, there should be two a week. <laughs> well, well, no, I'm talking about near big the, ones. Okay, yeah, the really significant States. ones. Yeah, I not got the you. ones out in the middle of the oh, ocean. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. There'll be there'll be few less tropical storms. Well, and, that's good. And lower number in hurricanes, but once again, the old saying: it only takes one. It does, boy. Yeah, that so, is true. Hey, I got a, a little thing in the news here for you. Okay, before we jump ship here, um, you know, the, there's oh, there's so many people on the Democratic Party running for president already. How many are there? I, I don't really know. I think I mean, there's 24. It is something like that. That's what I mean. It's it's nutty. But I saw where this New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a good one. Says he has raised $5 million in just two months mm. and already has $6.1 million on hand. That would last about two days in the presidential right. race, probably. Yeah. I saw this one. One of the female candidates has raised over $12 million. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Bernie Sanders has 5.9. Is it Beta O'Rourke? Is that yeah. No, Beta. Beta? Beta O'Rourke. That's how much I follow the Democrats. Uh, <laughs> he has... Um, he has, let's see, 6.1, and uh, he raised that really quick, too. Yeah. Um, let's see, anybody else that's mentioned there? But you said, uh, who'd you say had? That's, I think her name's uh, Catherine uh, something. Anyway. Really? Yeah, but anyway. Well, anyway, there's a, like I say, there's going to be a lot of them, and, and the more the better. That's fine. I, did you see the one guy, though, that said uh, he's a Democratic a presidential candidate? He said he's going to withdraw as soon as the debates are over. He only wants to be in the debates. Uh, well, nobody's going to give him any money because well, that'd be a waste of time. Exactly. And then you can't yeah. be in the debates unless yeah. you're a significant candidate. So it's idiotic. This Democratic with. thing's a turkey shoot. Yeah. I mean, it's, you just shoot in there. And, and, and then what's his name? Uh, Biden. Yeah. There, uh, and I'm... Now, wasn't that surprising, the timing of that all? Well, just when he's thinking about announcing, all of a sudden, all this stuff comes out. I don't believe that. And I don't. I haven't decided if I'm creeped out or if it's no, just his grandpa he's, stuff. Yeah, there you go. He's just a happy old man. Leave him alone. And, uh, you know, he's coming up and kissing you on your hair and yeah, smelling it. Yeah. <laughs> Here, smell this. <laughs> That was not nice. Oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, wait a minute. I've got another news story. Okay. Well, we we got, have time? We got time. All right. Do you remember the Backstreet Boys? Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, they were huge. They got swindled. They, they, were, they what their manager out of yeah, Florida Lou, or somewhere? Lou Pearlman. Yeah. He's, he's the guy who created the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, and he later died behind bars. Oh, I didn't know that. He had a big Ponzi scheme mm. serving a 25-year sentence. But listen to this. This is what I was looking into this, and I couldn't believe it. After two years of endless touring and promoting their album, the members of NSYNC got their first checks at a fancy dinner with Pearlman and their families. Mm -hmm. The amount they received was shocking. Quote, I opened the envelope. I see the check. And, oh, my gosh, my heart sank, said Bass. Bass? Bass? Is that yeah, Bass. Bass. Yeah. Lance Bass. I yeah, I couldn't believe that number I was looking at. The check was for $10,000. What? Yeah, what? After to, two years? Yeah, and not to sound ungrateful, but when you compare it to how many hours we put into this group for years, it didn't even touch minimum wage at all. He got $10,000 after yeah. two years? Yeah. Wow, why didn't they let that out in the press? Well, I mean, they were they were they were taking this guy took them. Whoa, because yeah. they made hundreds and hundreds of millions. Yeah. Wow. How about that. Wow. I thought that was very interesting. That's insane. So don't get in a boy band. That's the that's the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's don't get a manager like him. Probably. Yeah. Well, right. you don't know. You don't All right, know. you got a question of the day? Yes, uh, I do. Tell how, everybody what it is. All right, how was the Dogwood Arts Festival? How's it going? It's it's going very well. You know, we had a the weather's been very kind so far. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a big opening day luncheon, and uh, the trails are open. Uh, the feature trail is in Farragut, and it's just, it's been really very nice. You know, in past years, weather's been too cold or rainy right. or whatever. The dogwoods look great. Yeah, it really is. It really they look is. great. I've gone down a couple of the trails down mm -hmm. by your house. Have you really? Yeah. Okay. And it, I mean, they all look great. They're all blooming right on time, and it's just, it's just a great time. And also the sidewalk art. Oh, that's beautiful. And the chalk people, walk, yeah. Yeah, the chalk walk. There was, I mean, there were 
thousands of people down there. And we still got Rhythm and Blooms coming up. We got yeah. the downtown uh, festival coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I really want to point somebody out. Vicki Baumgartner, she, it's been her effort to really get more dogwoods out there. Mm-hmm. She's been responsible for getting, I mean, thousands and thousands more planted just in the last few years. And wow. and we hadn't had that before because we were not replacing them like we should have. Some of that died or this, that, yeah. and the other. And Vicky's just done a wonderful job. I wonder if we could get Dino to auction off his jacket. <laughs> Dino won't let any of his pink clothes go, okay? So <laughs> we need to have Dino on someday. That'd be good. No, we don't. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you. You ready? Yeah, ready. What's the chances of you and me being, or anybody being audited? Yeah, I'd leave me out of that. Uh, I got you. Okay, but what's the chances of being audited? I've looked this up. Did you, did you look at some of it? I do have some of it. Mm-hmm. I, I just I was amazed. Here's the things that really stood out in my mind. The IRS is operating on a one bill, one billion with a B less money than ten years ago. Mm-hmm. A billion dollars less. Mm-hmm. They have um, they they went from twenty two thousand seven hundred employees down to fifteen thousand today. Mm-hmm. However, there's more income tax returns being filed than ever before. Mm-hmm. Uh, over a hundred and fifty million individual tax returns, and the number of audits though. Dropped forty percent since two thousand ten. Well, I think that's great because everybody's honest anyway. You know, the goal of of filling out the tax papers is to get away with as much as possible. Without, what is legally well? Possible, yeah, well, you get away okay. with as much as possible. Without, without, you need to get be able to take every break. Well, you don't you want can. to get a knock on your door. You no. know, you don't. You'd be surprised at what the agency allows. Now, here, let me give you a couple examples. Okay. Okay. Listen to this. An exotic dancer wrote off about two thousand dollars for depreciation of her breast implants. <laughs> Arguing that the U.S. tax court that the implants were a stage prop and boosted her earnings substantially. So is that fair? Is that yes, right? Yes, they let her keep it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I like the fact that they were they let her. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> a Wisconsin bodybuilder deducted almost fourteen thousand dollars for the cost of three body oils, including tanning products that helped his career. The U.S. tax court allowed the business expense write-off because the oils were primarily marketed in bodybuilding magazines. Stops the friction or something? or yeah, what? Right. I don't know what that well, means. Some of them have gone too far. You got some of those going too far? Who is that? Well, here's a businessman tried to write off the cost of a mink coat for his wife to wear at business functions. That didn't work. That didn't work? Okay. No. The owner of a failing furniture store paid someone to burn it down. No, I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. That didn't work. <laughs> Well, it, it, and uh, one guy tried to write off his life. He said one taxpayer with a real estate business calculated the value of his life, time, and expertise in his business, coming up with one point seventy-five million. <clears throat> he then tried to amortize it, and that in his business expense, the IRS said no. You know, I, I I'll tell you a quick story I'd heard. This guy, he owned a business, okay, uh-huh. and so uh, at the business he got hurt. He like cut off a couple of his own fingers in his Ooh. in his. Uh, uh, production plant there or whatever so he sued himself he sued himself and he got money well anything you win a suit is like that mm-hmm. is tax-free but um he says company took a tax break and then he got the money from the tax break because they filed that as a loss because they had to pay it wow 
That's a roundabout way. <laughs> but wow. it was it was all legal, perfectly yeah. legal. They say the biggest thing that you do that will bring an audit is to claim a home office. Yeah, I saw that. A home mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. If you do that, that increases your chance mm-hmm. of being audited. And it's probably a sit-down, come-into-my-office audit. You yeah. ever had one? You've been audited? No. Boy, I have. I mean, I, I, here's the thing. I, I went to my audit and I walked in there. This is one of those. They have paper audits now yeah. where they just keep sending you letters. Right. You and, and then you, you respond that way. If this was an audit, come to my office and make an appointment for me. So I go down there and I have all my receipts. I've got everything and we're all laid down. And we spend an hour or two going over stuff. And he said, okay. Well, he started with saying, we're just going to go over the odd lines. The even ones, I don't care what's on there. We're just going with the odd ones. I thought, God, man, I wish I'd put in something else on those even ones. So, yeah. so we went over this for a couple hours, and, I, and he said, okay, I think we're wrapping it up. And I said, okay, good. So uh, anything we need to do? He said, uh, yeah, come back next week for our next meeting. <laughs> the ones on the I said, even. we're going to come back again? This went on for months. Oh, well, they don't have anything else to do but to audit you. Well, and they found something because he had to prove his work exactly to get his pay yeah so i had to pay um but now they say the first three letters you get from the irs no human has ever seen them it's strictly computer generated and mailed out by a computer so even though it may sound like it's real personal you know it's kind of like charitable donations you never want to go above 10 percent of your of your income yeah I ought to keep it around 5% because that that's just a red flag. That computer's going to kick it out, you know? All right. Well, here, I'm going to give you the quick thing here quickly. If you earn 200000 200, or more in your household, 1 in 80 chance of being um, audited, which is better than 10 years ago when it was 1 in 25. Mm-hmm. And if you, um, all people, you you have a 1 in 160 chance of being audited. It used to be 1 in 90. Wow. So anyway, there you go. It's interesting look because April 15th, folks, it is coming on. Have you filed yet? No, no. I you don't ever file, do you? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I <laughs> file when you wait, do, Bradley. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Let me well, take yeah, that wait a minute. You filed an extension. I do. I yeah, do get an extension. There you go. All right. We got to move along. Let's yeah, uh, hurry up. Tell everybody what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Easter Sunday. It's the 21st. It is. So what's the traditions at Easter at your house? Also, Good Friday. Okay. Yeah, and, what else you want to talk about? You got a sponsor, don't you? I do have a sponsor, Gentry Griffey. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here. Yeah. They're locally, push the buttons, they're locally owned and operated. <laughs> Gentry Griffey Funeral Homes has been around since 1948. It's on Fountain Road in Fountain City. Now, where is that? It's on top of the hill overlooking Fountain City Lake. You can look up there, and it's a beautiful white building, and the gardens are just gorgeous. They believe in attention to every detail in planning the service <clears throat> that the individual or family wants, and they can customize plans to meet every unique need. For instance... I had a family member who died uh, a couple of weeks ago, mm. and the, another funeral home was going to handle his cremation. Right. But I told my daughter, I said, don't do that. Send them to Gentry Griffey. And she called out there, and the they were so nice. They didn't know me, mm-hmm. but they were so nice and took care of everything and just took everything off her hands. It was just a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. That's what you want in that situation because that, those are the worst absolutely. times in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So if listen, if you've if you ever had to plan a service or funeral unexpectedly, then you know how difficult it could be during such a stressful time. So get in touch with the folks at Gentry Griffey. You'll love them. 
They have a lot of valuable information, including several affordable packages they can talk to you about. And they're also just a phone call away. Now, I'm going to sign up for my uh, prepay. Are you really sure that you're going to do that? Well, that makes sense. 865-689-4481. 865-689-4481 for Gentry, Griffey, Funeral Services, and Crematory. All right, Ed, we are going to get into our topic of the day today. Coming up on the 19th, it's going to be Good Friday, and then Easter Sunday is the 21st of this month. So let's start with Good Friday because that is the day that Jesus was put up on the cross and died. And how can that be Good Friday? Well, and I looked this up a little bit. I have some input on this if you want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, and that's fine. Go ahead. Well, they say some people don't really know how it came out as Good Friday. They think sometimes it was God Friday and it was. Uh, oh, they left a letter out? Yeah, they, or added. they added a, a letter. Other people think that since it is when God, the Jesus, um, died for your sins, that's what made it so good. Really, they call it mm-hmm. some some places call it Great Friday. Mm-hmm. That's what made it so good is he died for your sins. So, that, but there was nobody had a real definitive answer on that. And then, of course, Easter is uh, on Sunday, the twenty first. And uh, so, a little bit about Easter. How well? How's Easter always been around your house? Well, when the kids are little, it's about uh, now. And I'll say this: my son, who is an adult now. Mm-hmm always told me that the only character that he actually saw in person was the Easter Bunny. Oh, really? <laughs> he, said, he said the Easter Bunny came in his room. He said, Dad, I'm not lying. So he, I mean, Santa and all that was never a problem. But the Easter Bunny came in his room. It came in his room and brought his Easter egg. I guess so. I don't know. That. But anyway, but well, that, I'm not going to doubt him. No, I'm not either. That's okay. But, you know, many, yeah, it depends on, I guess, the, the religion you're in because uh, some people don't don't celebrate Easter. Some of the religions in America do not celebrate Easter, and they're right. supposed to be Christian. Right. However, I think it's I think it's very important to remember what Christ did and uh, why it, it's so important to us. Now, Good Friday is, is that without the Good Friday, there would be no Easter. Mm-hmm, exactly. So without that Friday... And I, and I remember, I think people ought to take off Good Friday. I don't think they should work. Mm-hmm. I think it should be a three-day weekend. Well, they say that a lot of places and a lot of countries, they'll have a service on Friday at noon, between noon and right. three, when they say that Jesus was right. put up on the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and then, uh, you know, raised from the dead on, uh, on Sunday, Easter mm-hmm. Sunday. So... Uh, you know, I, I think, and then as far as the Easter egg thing you were talking about, a lot of people say, "How's what is it, what's the eggs got to do with it?" It's, it's it, a pagan. It, the roots, yeah, it's a pagan. It's a pagan uh, celebration. Goes back to, it looks like an Eostara, E O S T A R A, the goddess of rebirth, and it has to do with the rebirth. That's what the eggs are about. And so it's strictly a pagan thing, but it's kind of been, you know, done around Easter. And um, that's what that's about. Easter, and you know, sometimes Easter is all over the place on the date. So here's here's how Easter is decided on when it's going to be. It depends on the ecclesiastical approximation of the March (laughs) 
equinox. You there got you that? Go. I got it. Uh, anyway, what that is is e- Easter will come on the first Sunday after the first full moon occurring on or after the March equinox. So it has a lot to do with the full moon. Uh, and that what it's all about. The, the, the full moon after that has to come after that. So that's why sometimes it's in March, sometimes it's in April. It can be all over the place. Did you all always, of course, we always hit Easter eggs. That was the big deal. Oh, yeah. That's when yeah. the kids were growing up. I did up. that when I was in the service, too. We, we would take the local children. They didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and hide Easter eggs and things. But I think Easter is a very important time for Christians. I think it's, it's probably more important than Christmas. So do you, uh, have you ever been to a, a Sunday, uh, Easter Sunday Sun- rise, sunrise service? No, I haven't. I did that one time, and it was, you know, you get there and it's dark. And then the service starts right when daybreak supposed to be, and it's really a moving experience mm-hmm. if you do if you do it. It depends on how a church does, of course, but um, it, it is, I think, as you said, very important. I think that Friday, Good Friday, people should understand more what took place or what Good Friday represents, mm-hmm. and understand that because it, it, it is it is a very very important um, holiday. And in a strange way to me, and I don't know if it is to you or not, it's almost more of a religious holiday than Christmas is. Oh, I think so, too. I think it's a more important holiday than Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Christmas is just, you know, it's just a time and celebrate whatever happened this past year, buy presents, put up a tree and have fun. But this, yeah. is, this is very important. Yeah. All right. And, well, and the thing about it is, too, is, is that, you know, everybody packs a church on Easter Sunday. Right. You pack into a church and, and, uh, well, used to, you, you went out and got that. When I was little, my mom always bought my, me and my sister new Easter shoes. Mm-hmm. And I had a little Easter coat and wore and, and went to church. And I don't think they, people really do that anymore where you take the kids out and get them new Easter clothes. It's a good idea though. It really is. I think kids now get clothes all day long, yeah, all true. year long. Mm-hmm. So. All right, we got to move along. We're going <clears> to <throat> we're going to move along. Tell everybody what's coming up, and then I've got a special sponsor. All right. Well, we're going to get into the mailbox. So we got some complaints that Bob has. The mailbox <laughs> is going to be good today too. So Ooh, I like it. Who's your sponsor? All right, my sponsor today is my buddy out at Halls Auto Parts, Mike Berry. What a great guy! Five million dollar inventory, and he says I'm selling it at half off because after 58 years. 58 years. I'm shutting the doors and going out and having a little retirement. I'm telling you, he's he's a great savings. So if you're an auto parts store mechanic uh, or just Mr. Public, wheels, tools, belts, hoses, brakes, anything you want for your your car, your vehicle, whatever, get on out there. They're in halls. They're at 4025 Doris Circle across from Carm. Turn at the pilot just off Maynardville Pike and uh, go in there and see my buddy Mike Berry at Halls Auto Parts. All right, open up the mailbox. Here it goes. Pardon me. The mailbox is it's, it's open. O- it's open. <laughs> Heard you break it. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the mailbox? Here it is. All right, Betsy from Fountain City. Yep. There seems to be more shootings in Knoxville than ever before. Am I right? Well, you know there 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 has been a lot. At here's the deal. There's not any more than there was. In uh, 2017, which was the deadliest year in mm-hmm. modern history, but there's been more in the first few months. Uh, there were in January alone, seven people were killed. 
in Knox County. And uh, so there's more quicker. And so they got to put a stop to this. And in 2017, 39 people uh, died or not died. They were murdered um, last year, 2018, 30. So hopefully we're not on a pace to beat that. But it seems like it is in the paper a lot. Well, everybody carries guns these days, too. Well, that should be a detriment. Well, it should be, unless you're going to shoot it out and everybody's shooting each other. However, I saw a a, a road rage thing on national TV. I think it was from out west. But this guy in a pickup truck followed these people home. And when they got out of the car, he shot them. Oh, God. Now that's serious road rage. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just that's just crazy. It's well, just crazy. I don't think these are road rage. Uh, the police department said most no. of them are drug related. Right. Most would, of them are, so, yeah. are drug related uh, or domestic. Um, they're either husband, wife, or boyfriend, girlfriend not getting along, or you know, the old boyfriend, the new boyfriend, or they're drug related. They say for the most of them. You know that club on Broadway that they closed. There were 50 shell casings scattered outside the club. The vibe? The vibe. <laughs> I don't think I'll be going to the vibe. I'm not going to that crystal anymore. Either. Anytime soon. All right, <laughs> no. what else you got? All right, let's see here. We got one more here. All right, open it up. Chet from Oliver Springs. Do you guys enjoy doing the podcast? Hey, you better believe it, or I do. What do you say, Mr. Brantley? Well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? You trying to replace me? <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, I, try to I do enjoy it. We do enjoy it. We like getting yeah, together. It's a I good do. excuse for Ed and I to get together. Yeah, about, I uh, do. We have dinner. A couple and, times a week and yeah, so that's forth. that's right. So, it, no, it, it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> All right. It, this, it's amazing that we get to do something like this. Absolutely. Well, let's close up the mailbag. It's This is the Ed and Bob Show. And let's tell everybody, uh, we'll, we'll get to our complaints. Uh, okay. So, let's start with yours. All right. I got one. Well, my complaint is Knoxville's traffic. Okay. Uh, now, I mean, everybody complains about the traffic. I understand that. But I'm talking about in the afternoon, let's go eastbound on 40 from from 415 to over 5 o'clock. It's not moving at all. The interstate does not move. Coming south, it does not move. And and it it, it is, it's, 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 I guess there's just more cars and trucks than there ever before. Are we outgrowing the interstate, though? Yeah, and I think we're outgrowing our, our roads. Uh, you know, I tried to get, I tried to get out to North Knoxville the other day. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I saw the interstate was backed up. So i stopped. I didn't mess with that. And so I went out to Oak Ridge highway or ball, ball camp road and went that way, oh, you know, and God. it was awful. It is. Well, that's it's just awful everywhere. There's no, there needs to be a bypass. Well, there was supposed to be one. Remember that? Yeah. There needs to be a bypass from the North city to your deep north knoxville right and, and so it, the trucks can get out yes. of your way. yeah otherwise they're just coming through here and piling up well when they moved it to 640 they thought well we're away from the city of the mm. center of the city well that's practically the center yeah, it is yeah. it absolutely is and the traffic is just getting worse and worse and worse so in the mornings yeah. when you go to work in the afternoons when you're trying to go home you just can't do it anymore Malfunction junction everywhere. Uh, so, I don't I, know. <laughs> excuse me, I got a complaint for you. Okay, doctor wait times. I know we kind of touched <laughs> on this before, but I went to a doctor the other day, and I've got an appointment mm-hmm. at a certain time. Right, that they told me to come because I'm assuming they can then see me. Nah, that ain't gonna happen. Okay, we'll just say for example, they, they I think they told me uh, it was two o'clock appointment. I get there a few minutes early. Right. I did not. I sat there for forty-five minutes. I finally asked the lady. I said, "Is there something wrong?" She said, 
what? I said, when she, she said, when's your appointment? I said, two. She said, it's just 245. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and in about five minutes, they got me back to room. Nobody came in that room for another 45 minutes. I just, they're booking too many people through there. Well, yeah, they double book and triple book. And there's no doubt about that. And it's been going on. Some doctors are notorious for doing <laughs> That's that. That's ridiculous. It just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And it's not fair to, especially, well, there's, I saw two, most of the people in doctor's offices are old elderly people because those are the people that are going to be ill. Okay. Right. And they get in there and they don't. They don't want to sit there all day. They're hurting or their back's hurting. They got arthritis or whatever. And you're going to make them sit there and then go back in a room and sit sit by themselves. Right. Exactly. I I mean, it's it's terrible. And and as a matter of fact, uh, I've heard instances where someone would complain about waiting and the nurse would say, is that all? 45 minutes is all you waited? It's just, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. It bugs me. All right, that's that. Anyway, that's my complaint. I had well, to get. I had that's, to get a, that's a good complaint. I had to get it off my uh, plate here and let somebody know. Tell everybody how they can reach us. Well, you can go to uh, our webpage and edandbob.com in mm-hmm. the comment section and leave us a message there. You can email Ed and Bob at Yahoo mm-hmm. and Twitter at Ed and Bob Knox K N O X at Ed Brantley at Bob Thomas Knox K N O X or on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. There you go. And next time, tell everybody what the show is all going to be about. For the first time ever, there are more jobs than unemployed people. Wow. What are we going to do about that? Isn't that amazing? Wow. We're going to, well, you know what we're going to do about it? What? We're going to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> next time. <laughs> I like that. So Trump gets a, he, he got a big pat on the back for somebody that. ought to you know more Thanks, jobs Bob. and people thank you ed enjoyed it see you next time okay. like the fella once said ain't that a kick in the head the room was completely black i hugged her and she hugged back like the sailor said quote ain't that a hole in a boat my head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick, ain't love a kid